episode 100. Going beyond your comfort zone 100 times will change you. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cammie Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified life, weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Let's go. Hello, friends. It's always so fun to be here. I have had a week that seems like maybe it was a month or maybe two months, (laughs) but that's okay. Those are the kind of um, weeks that you don't soon forget. So I will dive into all of that in a minute, but hopefully everyone is doing good. And if you're not doing good, hopefully you're learning from whatever has gotten you down. That's where I'm at. But um, I wanted to say that if you're still, you know, trucking along on the 90 days of atomic changes to lasting change, good job. We are on the third law of behavior change, which we'll talk about a little bit further in the podcast. But if you haven't started, this is where everyone starts most of the time anyways, is right with the action. (laughs) So you can jump in with the action and you can catch up with making it attractive and making it obvious afterwards. So Another fun thing is that this is my 100th episode. I am kind of shocked and kind of happy and kind of in a daze about the whole thing. So it's been amazing to see how I've changed and the journey that I've been on in like almost the last two years. I started in, it came out April 15th of 2020. So we're getting close to a two year mark, but we are the 100th. And so I thought it would be really fun with what has happened in my life to share a little bit more about 100 times beyond your comfort zone. What does that look like? And what what is life like when we do something 100 times that has taken us out of our comfort zone? And I, just to fill you in, like, I mean, I really, I was going through all the different podcasts that I've done, all 99 of them. And I was like, what is it I've really focused on? But I mean, I I feel like I say this every time, but in order to live a big life, we have to be willing to fail and willing to fall down. And it's not the falling down or the failing that defines us. It's how we get back up. And that is like where I'm at, like in my life right now. So when I think about that I named this beyond your comfort zone and I've done this 100 times, I'm all, did I set myself out, set myself up to always have to go outside of my comfort zone? (laughs) Maybe. So anyways, just if anyone's been following along with my journey, when I started this, I was healing from my mom passing away, who was my best friend, pretty much my everything. And I feel like I can honestly say like two and a half years later that I am a better person, that my life has been enhanced. I mean, I miss her every day, but I feel like she's close to me. So I feel like I've healed in such a miraculous, beautiful way that now I guess it's ready for a new challenge in my life. And like physically I fell down and mentally I've probably fallen down a tiny bit, but I don't think that defines me. And I think how I'm going to come back from this is what is going to make me and define me and really mold me into the person that I do want to become. 
And it, like last week, if you listen to my podcast, is my ski rack. And I was totally convinced that I was just going to have a strain, that it was just a little time off. And if you listen to my previous two weeks before, I was worried that I had a cold, that it was going to slow down my training for my world championships. Unbeknownst to me that like that cold wouldn't matter. And if you listen to <laughs> months before, I took time off from my Achilles so I could be ready for this race. And I mean, I don't think that's really mattered because now I am getting um, an ACL reconstructive surgery. So the wreck was a lot more detrimental than I thought it would be. And I have a strained MCL, strained IT band, and a complete tear of the ACL. So I'm doing reconstructive surgery in a few weeks. So a lot of things will be changing I am in the mix of figuring out if we even do the incline or we postpone it because I'll be four weeks out from surgery then. But I'm still start trying to set up Wednesday Wondery, so that's still happening. Anyways, so in saying that, as I was thinking about what has happened in 100 times, and I think that that's the question of the day, and I want you to think about that. What have you done 100 times? The first time, obviously, you did it. You really had to get out of your comfort zone and really really put a lot of effort to getting out of that. But think about the hundredth time you did the same thing. Then how was that for you? And that is what I've loved so much as we are talking about. We're now in the third law of behavior change with James Clear. And it's called automaticity, where it's like when something becomes more automatic and you do something over and over again. And people always say, like, how many, how long does it take? And he's like, it's not about how long it takes. It's about how many reps you do. And it's, the thing is like, it takes a lot of effort in the very beginning and it takes a lot of brain power. And as you start doing it over and over again, you cross over to where it becomes a habit line and you don't have to put so much effort into every step. And there's a time when you become more, there's a lot more non-conscious steps than conscious steps. And that's how the habits formed. It's because it makes it easier for you. And so that's what I want us to think about. That's what I want to talk about. That's how it's been for me now that I'm on my 100th podcast. The first podcast I did, I remember I launched it and I just went in my bathroom and cried because I was so scared. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I do remember the thing that really just drove me not to like go and take it down off Apple iTunes was that my mom had told me in a letter, you know, because she couldn't talk at the end. She just said like, I really hope, first of all, this never happens to you because I know you love to talk. And second of all, I hope that your voice is heard and your message is shared with the world. And that is what really like that thought I held on to it. And that's what got me from just not deleting it and just being like, okay, it's already out there and now we're rolling. And I, and it's true, like the first, <clears throat> like over and over again in the beginning, it was a lot of effort and I had a lot of think about a lot of things and I had to plan it and it just, all the steps were all new to me. So it took so much more effort. And now 100 times in, I'm just like, it, it, I mean, there's is effort is still takes the same time to prepare it and to do one, but the brain capacity and how scared I was and the fear has subsided a lot. The effort has gone down and it is just something now that's a part of my life. Like every week I just record a podcast and I think about it during the week, but it's gone from fear to like just having to have courage to really actually getting excited about it and really just like one of the highlights of my week. And it also helps me just really focus my thoughts. And now that I've had this injury and I've 
like I did fall down. That's what caused the injury. But now I've got to figure out how to get back up, meaning how I'm going to heal, how I'm going to recover, what my life is going to look like without racing. (laughs) I mean, it's been such a part of my life. Um, I'm not saying it's done. I'm just, a lot of doctors are telling me six months. I feel like someone said three months. I want to hang on to that, but probably not. Someone said nine months. So it is going to be a journey back for sure. But doing these podcasts and putting things out into the world. I mean, when I say the things, I really do believe them. And then as I begin to apply them into my life, it has made me a stronger person. And that's what I hope that it does as I I'm on this new journey, this new healing path. And one of my awesome podcast listeners and a friend of mine, I told her I would have to share this with me, but she sent this to me after she found out that I was Getting the surgery, she said, good timber does not grow with ease. The stronger the wind, the stronger the trees. And I feel like that's what I, I mean, I offer it to everyone, but that is really what I hope that we do is that we become stronger and that we allow the winds to come into our life. (laughs) And I mean, winds like that blow outside. I want winds to happen too, like winds or losses, but I'm saying the winds (laughs) from the tree. But I hope that we allow those, and that's what I hope that I do, that I allow those wins to come in to make me stronger, and that this setback and this curveball, I mean, in my eyes right now, I hope that it will make me a stronger person. And this is the thing that I want everyone to capitalize on or to understand is that um, when I would have done this first podcast, and my very first podcast was 10 Things I Learned About Triathlon, right? And triathlon was and is still such a huge part of my life. But I didn't know how to really have intentional thinking. I didn't really know at the time I just started into life coaching school and I just barely started my business. And I didn't really understand how it all worked. And I mean, for sure, I'm still learning. I feel like I'm just barely getting started. But two years into this, I can have, like I can fall down. And then I have learned a lot of tools that helps me to redirect. It doesn't mean that I haven't, woken up at night and be like, is this a nightmare? And then I have to like wake myself up to be like, this is not a nightmare. This is your real life. (laughs) I still have those thoughts, right? But it's the thing that's a beautiful thing is that doing this podcast, building my team elevate, coaching my clients, coaching myself, I see that there is so much beauty in stepping out of my comfort zone over and over and over again. I mean, 100 times because I've done the podcast 100 times, but in so many areas of my life. And that's what I'm hoping to offer you today is that, you know, we do it 10 times, 20 times. Think about the 50th time, the 75th time, even the 100th time is like you feel this sense of accomplishment that comes from doing that. And um, I want to say too that like the fear It doesn't have such a pull on this when we get to even 75 and we get to like, you know, 100. The fear has, it's not like it's conquered. It's just that we can know the fear's there, but know that fear doesn't have to drive the car. Know that courage can drive the car. Confidence can drive the car. All the things that we learn begins to drive the car. And fear is just the the co-pilot or maybe maybe at this point is in the backseat, right? And I think that is the beautiful thing to think about. And I oftentimes think about what, what are the setbacks? Like why, why do we go out of our comfort zone? And then, you know, for a few times 
and I'll talk about specific incidents, but a few times we go out and then we're like, yeah, actually that's really scary outside. And like, is what I talk about, like that's our survival brain. Like I'm going to step outside of the cave, but what, what do we do? We fell, we get hurt, AKA myself. Right. And we're like, yeah, maybe I'm just going to stay in the house. Maybe I'm just going to stay in the cave. But that is because fear has overtaken us at that point. Right. So, I mean, just to think about what are some of the setbacks that happen is that First of all, sometimes, and a lot of times with my clients, they come to me or my athletes and they have these big goals and I'm like, let's do big. But I'm like, actually, let's break it down into smaller things so that we don't take this huge leap. And then if it doesn't work, we fall and we fall so hard that we can't come back, right? So the this, one of the setbacks is to just, we go too big, too fast. And I'm not saying we're not going to go big, but I'm going to say that we're going to build up to that, right? And I kind of already touched on this, but fear becomes louder than our courage. We go out. And I mean, have I been tempted to be like, oh, I never want to ski again. Like, I don't want to go in the back country. What if that really caused it? And then I'm like, listen, like, that is not what causes it. Like, we, we, I, I ski down this tons of times. A lot of people ski down it. I'm like, it is just the way it was supposed to happen in my life. Like, it, this was supposed to be something. And I said this in the last podcast, but to go back in time is not going to help us, right? And fear wants to have us go back. Fear wants us to have to go back in the cave so we don't have to go, like, for me, like, I don't, wouldn't, like, for me, I'd go back in the cave so I don't have to do this reconstructive surgery. Or for my clients that, like, start into a food program, right, and it's, they're really restrictive. And I actually don't tell people to be restrictive, but I let, I give them parameters to set up so that they can do it. And if they, they're gun home, they want to set it really tight, the thing that happens is if they fell, quote unquote, right, if it seems too hard, then they've taken this too big of a leap out of their comfort zone and they get discouraged, right? They're like, I minds will quit. It never works for me. Like those thoughts always come up. Never works for me. Now I've gained this weight. Now I'm never going to be able to get back. I've fallen off the wagon, right? How many times have we said that? Or people have said that, right? And I say, hold on a minute, right? Those thoughts, like I've fallen off the wagon, it's never going to work. That is actually those thinking, that thinking is what is going to have us not take the action. So even with myself, like that's, that's the thing after 100 times of stepping out of my comfort zone, all these areas, I've learned that like that story that I'm creating, like that I have this wreck and I can't ever do that again, or that it's going to be so scary to go out and try these things once I'm done with surgery. I'm like, that's not going to help me. That's not going to help me live a big life. Like I fell down. We all do whatever, whatever the fall down for you is. I want us to realize that that is actually how we're going to grow. And I'm, I'm like, when I do these podcasts, I'm teaching myself and I'm learning myself along the way that this is part of my growth. This is part of me elevating. <laughs> like a lot of people have been like, how are you going to elevate from a ACL reconstructive surgery? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm going to find a way. And then I'm going to come bring it to Team Elevate. I'm going to bring all the things I'm learning to all my people in Team Elevate so that they can fast pass some of the things in their life. The things I learn, I'm going to teach that to them. And maybe they'll have some instances where they have to grow, but maybe they can grow with just my experience and they can have these different tools along the way. So for that reason, you're just like, okay, that's another reason why you step out of your comfort zone. Because when we stay inside, like I could have just stayed home and not done the hot trip or whatever, I don't get to experience life to the fullest. And that, that is what it is 100 times of going out of, outside of your comfort zone. That is you living. That is you seeing that some things don't work out like the way you plan, I, I've been saying lately that life had different plans for me, obviously, than I had, <laughs> meaning that I thought I was racing all this year. And life is like, yeah, that's not the plans we have for you. But in doing so, you're just like, all right, well, I'm out of my comfort zone. 
And what do I learn from here now? So another thing is, um, which is a little bit tricky, so stay with me, but we care more what other people think than what we think. So we people please, we do all these things, and we don't put ourselves even at the same level as others. And so that oftentimes has us not going out of our comfort zone because we don't know if it's going to make people unhappy, uncomfortable, if it's going to be uncomfortable for ourselves. And the other one is we give into temporary pre- pleasure a lot more than the the lasting sense of well-being. And that temporary pleasure, like with so many of my clients, is like they set a food protocol, but then they don't want to stick with it, right? And we have this awesome program that I help people when I'm working with their weight loss or trying to get their food to where they want it, where they want to get their weight where they want it as an athlete, as they want to they want to drop some pounds before they race all the things. But one of the, one of the methods we use in there is called urges, right? It's called allowing urges. And you, we have, I have you do it 100 times, allow an urge, just the same thing, 100 times to get out of your comfort zone. You allow the urge to be there, meaning that you realize that say it's gummy bears or Swedish fish, or if it's a donut, you realize that urge is going to be there, that it's going to be uncomfortable. And uncomfortable means it's the discomfort zone, right? Getting outside there. And we still allow it to be there, meaning that we're like, yeah, this is uncomfortable. We just allow that. And so we have the time to pause before we just react, which is most of the time with reacting, we're just eating it, right? Or we avoid it till then we eat it anyway. So we work on 100 times of allowing it, just being like, okay, it's going to be here. And then in a few minutes, it won't. And if I want to, and I tell people all the time, if you want to plan it in your food plan, plan it so you're in control that it's not an urge controlling you. And that is like a deeper method that we use, but that is one, we do it 100 times. And by the time you've done 100, allowing 100 urges, it is amazing to see how you've learned to handle food, how you're a lot more in say, like you have a lot more say with what food you put in your mouth than just giving into the urges, which is which is usually one of the bigger things with people that are trying to lose weight is they give into their urges, right? If I say, let's do some eating windows, but then someone brings out a cake when it's past their eating window and the urge is there and the cake is talking to them, like they tell me, then they give into that, right? But if we learn to allow it, we have that pause. We learn through the skills of coaching that we can pause and we don't have to automatically react and do an action. And then we take it even deeper when we do this is like when we're working with, you know, um, any kind of relationship with ourselves is like we want to allow if we have the negative thought or when we have something that is hard in a relationship, we allow it, but we don't have to react, right? We, or we don't have to avoid or resist. We learn to allow that. You do that for 100 times and you will see your world change. It's amazing. So I just want us to all think about that. I'm Sure, there's something you've done. Let's take brushing your teeth. I'm sure you've done that 100 times, right? Think about how easy that is. And as a kid, I mean, most of the time when we're little kids, the kids resist brushing their teeth, right? It's not fun for them. They don't like it. And then now all these years later, it's super easy, right? And that is what I want to help you all see that 100 times of going beyond your comfort zone once you get to the 100 times is that you, it's now almost becomes a comfort zone for you, right? This 100 times becomes more automatic in your life and it frees up more brain capacity to do the next thing, right? That is how we elevate. That is how we evolve. That's why I love that. I mean, I have the podcast beyond your comfort zone. And then I started team elevate because as you do something over and over again, you get out of your comfort zone, you get that into a system like James Clear talks about, and then you free up your brain and you can go to the next level. You can elevate, you can up level. 
And then you can work on the next thing that you want 100. And that is the way we are continuing to progress in life. That is the way we continue to evolve. If we stay inside the cave, if we have these, you know, we're too scared and fear, fear is taking over and it feels more comfortable to just kind of stay inside and just that numbing discomfort of not, you know, of not really progressing. It's like, it's fine, right? If we do that, we never get to up level. We never get to elevate in life. And we begin to play small in life. And that's where I'm at right now. Like, I mean, I would have never regret it. I don't regret going to the hut. I don't regret doing the ski thing. I mean, could, do I wish I could change the situation? I, yeah, I could, but I don't have a time machine. So that's not a helpful thought. So I just have to be like, it happened for a reason. And this is my time to like figure out what I'm made of. And I, this is another really amazing point that we do. I think so many times the setbacks also happen, which I forgot to mention is that we worry so much that sometimes we fell ahead of time, right? Or we let the worry get the best of us. And it, I've, I've had all these worries a lot. Like what happens if I get hurt before a race? And I've, you know, it's caused me a lot of anxiety. And now that I'm hurt, it's so weird. Like I know I'm not racing, but my worry was, it's, it's such an um, unsettling feeling because you have no answers. And as I've heard people put it in the past, it's like you have this puzzle, but you're missing pieces. But now like I'm injured and I, I have to get surgery and I can't race, like I have answers, right? And I'm figuring it out. I'm learning what I've made of. And so I, I think that's one thing to set aside is when we have all this worry, we're like, listen, worry pretends to be useful and it's not because we can't answer any questions to worry. It's all stuff in the future that we don't have answers for. So setting aside worry and realizing like worry is unhelpful, but fear will be there because that is how our brain tries to keep us safe, right? It tries to avoid pain. So that's part of being human. But you're like, fear, I know you're going to be here. You're trying to protect me, but I'm going to have courage, right? So I just think for anyone out there, like I know there's, there's places in our life where we play, we've been playing small or where we haven't taken, gotten out of the comfort zone and, or where we've gotten out, but it's been scary. Like I want to encourage you to whatever you've gotten out to the comfort zone, out of your comfort zone to do, keep doing that till you do 100 times. And you will see that effort changes, that it becomes more of a habit. It becomes more automatic in your life. And then you're like, I'm going to take what I've learned here and I'm going to apply it to the next thing. And it is amazing. And that is what I, I feel like is the big thing. My big message is that when I started two years ago, I started with the podcast. I started my business. I started Team Elevate, right? Um, I started coaching my clients in triathlon. And do I have setbacks? Yeah, I've had setbacks. Is this a big setback for me? I mean, yeah, I guess it is. But this setback is only going to fuel me more. It's only going to create more desire for me to want to race, more desire to continue to grow team elevate because this, these tools are my mental strength right now and have the mental toughness I need to get through something that's going to require a lot of strength for me. So I just want to encourage all of you, whatever that is, the 100 thing that you want to do. And if you haven't even started, here's your chance. Start and just remember like start, like you can have big goals, but start. So it's bite size, right? That 1%. And realize like fear will be there, but like fear, come along with me, right? We're going to have courage. We're going to do this. We're going to set worry aside because if something were to happen, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure out what I'm made of. And then I, and then I move forward. I start getting up and that's what I'm doing now. Like I'm starting to get up and will I fall back down again? Yeah, for sure. Like, am I going to have some hard times? Yes. But like that tree, like that, the wind that comes is what will make us strong. And that is what I hope you all see that like when we're going this 100 times of going out of our comfort zone, we need to anticipate 
that it's not going to be smooth sailing. We're going out of our comfort zone. We're going into discomfort, right? And not be like surprised if something happens or there's some challenge that's going to change us, that's going to grow us that in the meantime, maybe looks like a curveball, right? Maybe looks like a setback. And we're like, oh, this is what's going to change me, right? Like I, um, to, for me to just imagine that life's going to be free sailing is, is probably not helpful for me to realize the setbacks come, but it's all part of me going beyond. It's all part of me getting out of that comfort zone to find my excellent, right? That I talked about so like a lot of podcasts ago that when we want to get to excellence, we have to be aware. And then I'm like in the sea of seas right now, right? The, the conflict, <laughs> I have to like <clears throat> choose courage. I have to be committed. And I just did this post. I just said, when I went to my orthopedic surgeon's office and I was going in to sign up to do my console with him, to get my surgery scheduled, I looked up and saw a swim, bike, run, these beautiful posters on the wall. And I'm like, I am committed. Like I'm in the CUCs right now in the hard time and I'm committed to do what it takes to come back mentally and physically stronger and race again. Right. And that's what we all have when we get into the CSC. It's when it creates more hunger and desire for us to get to the other island. That's the F island of excellence. So I hope that you can dig into what your desire is. Like if you're struggling, it's because there's some desire that you want to up level. Tap into that. That's what will actually fuel you forward. So, so grateful. I, anyone that's listened to me 100 times, let me know and I'll, I'll get you some sort of prize or something. So shout out to me. But anyone that's just new to this, like, I hope this is just the beginning of you listening, but more so, I hope this is the beginning of you deciding to step out of your comfort zone and play the biggest life possible. And I will be back next week. All right. Bye-bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. And I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. I also help you create exercise plans. And if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one -on -one coaching. We do live retreats. We do ski trips. We get together and celebrate the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise and we strengthen our body and our mind, we see how it elevates the relationship we have with us. And in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our lives. So if you are interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you. You can get onto my website at camibanks.com. That's Cami with a K. Or if you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at Coaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I would love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.